All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Toll-free, our number is 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, we just got a timeline from Chad Pergram over, you know, all things Washington, D.C., the swamp, the sewer, the hitchhiker's guide to all things the swamp, as I call it. Uh, uh, there's nobody that knows the inner workings, procedural workings like Chad uh, looks like this this vote on this bill will take place sometime in my hour on TV tonight. So uh, we'll obviously be following this. Uh, we, we've had now time to do a deeper, bigger dive into the 99 page so-called. It's, it's not the Fiscal Responsibility Act. Let me just let me just disabuse you of that false uh, narrative that is being pushed out. There it just isn't. You know, we have thirty one trillion dollars in debt. And you know what? We will continue to grow our debt after this bill. And um, I, I think I put together what has happened and understand it now more than I did before. Um, and, you know, and, and look, there are it's a fair analysis. These are let me give you some conservative names. Newt Gingrich, the last speaker to balance the budget, holds a lot of credibility with me. Um, and and I, I do give a nod to his analysis that it's a process. I'll take I'll understand. I understand that part. I understand you're not going to get it all at once. But the Republican bill initially that did raise the debt ceiling that saved four point eight trillion over 10 years um, was it, it was they weren't going for everything at once. But it was a significant real first start, you know, a starting salvo. Um, Steve Moore, like, respect a lot, had similar comments. Uh, The Washington Times, similar comments. Wall Street Journal, similar comments. New York Post, similar comments. Larry Kudlow backed the deal. He said the debt deal is not as good as the original limit save grow bill, but I think McCarthy got about 70%. He says that's awfully good. I disagree on the percentage aspect of it, and we could talk about that in a minute. Here's where... You know, you got to look at this thing and understand this is Washington. And, you know, I told you that I would be straight up honest. And when McCarthy, I think McCarthy up to this point in his speakership has done a great job. And this became a pivotal moment. And I think he made some fundamental errors and mistakes here. I, I hope he learns from it. If he even has an opportunity to learn from it, there are, there are people that are apoplectic about this. And nobody on the left likes it either, just in case you're interested. Um, And I know that the moderates in the world will say, well, that means it's probably right in the right spot. No, it's not in the right spot when we're robbing and we'll continue to rob our kids and grandkids of their future with, you know, a four trillion dollar increase in the in the debt ceiling. Um, And, you know, there are enough people that say, you know, why are we making a deal and normalizing record spending? All the Republican deal the limit save grow bill did is go back to 2023 spending levels does that really sound draconian to you later on while i've ran paul you know a plan that i have supported forever the penny plan was put out by connie mack years ago i've been i've been talking about this for you know a decade for crying out loud um because he's right he was right then he's right now although it may need to be the nickel or dime plan at this point although Rand paul seems to think you could still have the penny plan and you just cut a penny out of every dollar. Every year you cut one penny out of spending. 
you know, the obvious exceptions would be COLA increases, cost of living increases, adjustments for uh, Social Security, Medicare, which is, you know, headed towards insolvency with Social Security. Um, but if I had to, to, to look at this and see where this went awry here and why, you know, I, I, I would not vote for it if I was in Congress. Let me put it that way. And I just wouldn't. I think what maybe Republicans, maybe Kevin McCarthy, I think he made some fundamental errors here. And with the small majority that he has and the, the many votes, how many votes do we have before he came speaker? Like, what, 15 votes? I mean, you know, he, I think he made a fundamental mistake by not keeping his caucus in the loop and communicating with them the entire time about the negotiations at the White House. And by doing so, it resulted in a lot of unnecessary anger and angst that I think could have been avoided had he sat these guys down and said, okay, this is their latest proposal. Now, if we want to, if we want to negotiate in good faith, we're going to end up giving something. Okay. Can you go along with, uh, allowing the IRS to almost be fully funded at what Biden wanted, a minor cut, nothing major. You know, are you okay, instead of making this a one-year deal, to make it a two-year deal? You know, instead of $4.8 trillion in savings, you know, we have estimates anywhere between $1.5 billion and, and $2 billion, or a little over $2.2 or $2.3 billion in terms of money saved over 10 years versus $4.8 trillion. I mean, that's less than half. Is that, to me, that's not enough savings. Um, you know, if you look at the bill, you know, why are we pushing back future negotiations until after the presidential election? We ought to make this front and center in the election. That, that Republicans used to be the party that wanted to balance budgets. Last person to balance a budget, and Newt made this point, and I, it's a very valid point. That he didn't get it in one full swoop with Bill Clinton. It was a series of negotiations that went on for many years. And and piece by piece, they slowly evolved into what became a balanced budget uh, for the U.S. And, and he was the last Speaker of the House to ever accomplish that. So I, I respect the process. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with Newt. In that sense, are there are there measures that we won on? Is there? Yeah, some. Um, what some Republicans like about it is it caps non-defense spending growth by no more than one percent in twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five. Okay, I consider that a win. Um, not as good as twenty twenty three levels, but it's certainly not the worst thing in the world. Kevin McCarthy is a hundred percent right when he says this is the largest savings ever of any bill but we've also have the largest debt that we've ever had so i think there's a way that you mitigate that uh the bill does claw back 28 billion dollars in unspent covid funds why didn't they go for all the unspent covid funds uh it officially cancels biden's student loan pause repayments must start now at the the end of the summer but it doesn't end student loan forgiveness um why didn't they hold the line on that? Well, why is that now a, a new, um, you know, program that government is we're going to pay for people's college? They're the ones that signed the loan agreement. I signed my loan agreement. I paid my loan back. 
I want I want a retro repay of the loan that I paid back. If we got, now all of a sudden there's going to be instantaneous student loan forgiveness or a student loan pause repayment. You know, how do you borrow money, sign your name on the dotted line? You know what you're doing at the time you take out the loan. Why would you expect other people to be paying for your education? Now, what about people that go into the trades? You know, now they're going to be paying for kids to go to Georgetown and Vanderbilt and Havid and and Ivy League schools and some of the top schools around the country. I don't think that's fair to people that go into the trades. Are we going to pay for their trade school education? Are we going to subsidize their apprentice years program, which it meant for many of these trades, you know, you're spending five years as an apprentice, you know, before you can become a journeyman carpenter or a plumber or electrician or whatever it happens to be. Um, it marginally expands work requirements. Okay, that's something Joe Biden didn't want to do, but, you know, is it really onerous? Not really. Uh, funding to Biden's $80 billion plan to double the size of the IRS. Th- this, to me, was, that, that would have been non-negotiable for me, that we're going to double the size of the IRS. They did manage to cut a small amount of it, what, $1.4 billion, far, far cry from slashing it which is what the original, you know, limit, save, grow bill of the Republicans were, although they're saying another $20 billion can be repurposed in 2024-25, and maybe McCarthy can do something with that money. But the, the provision does not appear in the text of the bill, and, and some are saying they've agreed to it, but if it's not in the text, you know what? Anybody's word in Washington is worthless, you know, they're not they're not the type of people that most Americans are. I'm a handshake guy. If I make a deal, I recently had a deal that I did with somebody. I'm not going to tell you the exact transaction. So I'm, we, uh, we make a deal. Uh, it, was, I, it was something I was purchasing. And then, at, okay, we all agree. Let's write it up. Put up a contract. Okay, we've got an agreement in principle. For me, the deal's over. And they said, yeah, but um, we're going to wait on signing it. We want to we want to keep it on the market and see if we can get more money. I walked I ran away and I didn't take that. I'm not doing business with people like that. You can't accept the deal. But yeah, in case somebody comes in and offers me more money, you're not getting it. Uh, That's not a deal. That's not honorable to me. You say, "Okay, we got a deal. I'm selling you my tractor. I'm selling you my F-150. Uh-uh. Um. Anyway, so we, you know, we have the best case scenario is IRS's expansion will still have an extra $60 billion to work with. Now, Hannity, why do you care? Well, because that means that they're going to make your lives miserable. The only person that's been honest that this is going to impact most people in America that make under $400,000 a year was Janet Yellen. She probably got yelled at, pun intended, because she she said what we knew to be true to from the beginning. You know, let me tell you about these rich people. They end up hiring accountants and lawyers that know every single solitary loophole that exists. How do I know that? Because I hire them also. I have not one accounting firm. I have two accounting firms that separately do my taxes. Then it's looked over by a law firm because we know that my my file is going to be pulled every year. It's a it's standard operating procedure. Well, you're really entitled to this deduction, Mr. Hannity, but 
Um, you know, just so you know, this is one of these areas that that the IRS likes to, you know, take a deeper dive. Look, at, I'm like, pay it. Just pay it. It's not worth the hassle. In the end, you end up paying more for lawyers on the other side of it. So what's the point? So for me, it's like they already go after me every year. But for all of you that are not harassed by the IRS every year, uh, they'll start going after you. That's what's going to happen. And it just sucks for, for, let me tell you, it's just not fun. And it's very expensive. And you got to hire lawyers or, you know, RushTaxResolution.com is a great company that does it. They won't even take your, your case unless they know that they'll, they'll be successful for you. So, you know, I go back to the deal that the Republicans passed. I could I think that there was room for negotiation if, if they look, look, let me backtrack. The debt ceiling artificial deadline of January of, of June 5th is a crap. It's not true. We're not going to be we're not going to default on June 5th, whether this deal is done or not. And that's a big lie. And it creates the panic in Washington and both sides are deathly afraid that they're going to get blamed. The only one that I would blame would be Joe Biden, who wouldn't negotiate in the beginning, met once, disappeared for 97 days, shows up at the last minute and is demanding this, that and the other thing. And OK, now he's finally negotiating, but they had five months to do this. So I really don't care about Joe Biden's, you know, clock at this point. Um, anyway, and the left hates it, too. That's inter- that's an interesting part of this.